Tony. And I'm Rob. And this is Flicks Worth Watching. Where we watch flicks. And let you know. If they're worth watching. Oh, fuck. There we go. <laughs> Those blasted laugh, yes. laughing laughers. Don't laugh at me. This week, sort of weakness, we, uh, we watched Breaking. We did. Starring John Boyga and Michael K. Williams. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Michael. Absolutely. I kept seeing all this stuff come out about, you know, John Boyga's performance and gotta see Breaking Boyga, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I was like, all right, we should check it out. Sure. Maybe it's probably not going to be good because even time they hype movies like that, they're not. (laughs) But I was, I still went to see though. Sure. It reminded me of like some Denzel, John Q shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Just from the trailer I saw. So the synopsis is a Marine war veteran faces mental health and emotional challenges when he tries to reintegrate with civilian life. Okay. I suppose. Right. We don't really get that uh, integration period. No, No, we don't. In the movie. No. It's not a spoiler. No, it's not. Yeah, we've but yeah. That would be nice to have. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, movie starring John Boyga. He plays Brian Brown Easley. Uh, Nicole Bahari plays Estelle Villari. Oh, she's in the one of the bank tellers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Selena's Levaya, Levea plays Rosa Diaz. She's in a was, she was Rosa, in a, Rosa, Rosa Diaz. She was, I think, she, Rosa Diaz is from Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's a character. Oh, all right. Michael K. Williams plays Eli Bernard. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Omar. Omar, Omar, coming. <laughs> what song was he always whistling in that show? Oh. He was always walking around whistling. It was like like a bedtime song yeah. or something. I don't I don't remember. She'll be coming around the mouth so much you go. No, oh. it wasn't that song. Omar come. Oh, yeah. The Farmer in the Dale. Farmer in the Dale. Omar coming. So Connie Britton plays Lisa Larson. I recognized her from Friday Friday Night Lights. Okay. And I think I showed Nashville. She was in that as well. Uh, Jeffrey Donovan plays Major Riddick. He is uh, from Bird Notice. Yes. Uh, let's see. We got Olivia Washington plays Cassandra Brown, uh, the wife. London Covington plays Kaya, their daughter. And then we have Rob Derringer, who plays the chief. It is directed by Abi Demarius Corbin. Corbin. Corbin Dallas. Cor- Corbin, my man. And what she. Else you- oh, she. Okay. Has directed not much stuff, really. A few shorts here. Okay. And there's pretty much her biggest thing. And she's a writer in this movie as well. So it's like it's her first real full. It's a movie called Actors Anonymous. I've not heard of that one. That was an hour long, an hour and a half. So that's a feature length film. Okay. So this was yeah. like her second feature length film. Okay. Yeah. And she's a writer as well. Along with Kwame Kwe Arma. Okay. Who wrote Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island. Great movie with Kurt Russell. Okay. Was it Kurt Russell in that movie? I don't I don't remember. Is that? I don't know. And that's an old fucking movie. Jesus. Okay. Anyway, whiskey. Whiskey time. I forgot what was next. Okay. So, this week... (gasps) You brought a bottle too? Yeah, I thought it was my turn. Is it not my turn? It could be your turn. All right, it's my turn. Awesome. I think it... Yeah, because you brought Wilderness last time, right? I didn't bring whiskey today. I was just joking. Okay. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's Rob cutting in here. If you're at this point of the podcast and you are worried about spoilers, the whiskey section of the show actually does contain a spoiler. So, if you are concerned with... Spoilers going forward for breaking, I would cut the podcast off now or jump to the section of the podcast in the show notes where we say whether or not it's worth watching, then decide whether you want to watch it and come back. Or if you've already seen the movie, then don't worry about it. Keep on listening. All right. You've been warned.
This story is about a man, mm-hmm. and he, this is not, I mean, light spoiler, but he robs a bank by himself. Yes. And if you're going to do that on your own, you don't have a team. This isn't like an Ocean's Eleven, you know, mm-hmm. heist type movie. This man is going in solo, going to take the bank down mm-hmm. by himself. And if you do that, he's a lone wolf. No. You're going to be knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> I guess this whole thing is a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be knock knock knocking <laughs> on heaven's door. This feels like a spoiler. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Okay. It's risky, is what I'm saying. Okay. To rob a bank by yourself in this day and age. Okay. You know? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's Heaven's Door, straight whiskey. Never heard of it. We wanted to create a collection of American whiskeys that in their own way tell a story. Bob Dylan. So this is a Bob Dylan thing. Oh, because he wrote that song. What? Knock on Heaven's Door? Yeah, he was the original writer. Yeah, you got me. I never know anymore. Uh, uh, age for a minimum of five years is exceptional by all measures, smooth and lasting with notes of baking spices and vanilla layered over a bed of toasted oak. Ooh. Sounds hideous. Better not be hideous. Well, she's a man, so. <laughs> Straight bourbon. Whiskey. Nine to two proof. It's a neat bottle, though. Yeah. Did say where, where the state is from? Knock, knock, knock. Distilled, uh, yeah, bottled by, uh, <laughs> to Tennessee. Sorry. Bottled by Heaven's Door Spirits, Columbia, Tennessee. Nice. So there you go. It's actually from the, the, the state. Bottled by. Bottled by. Well, and then it says distilled in Tennessee. So, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely get that little baking spice cinnamon and sweet cinnamon. And sweet cinnamon. cinnamon yeah. And yeah. Brown spice, vanilla, maple, a little bit of a, a little bit, yeah, oaky finish there. A little bit of heat, not much. Yeah, not much, not too bad. Ninety-two proof though, not a bad purchase. Yeah, you said it better not be bad. How much it cost you? Fifty-four dollars. No, it better not be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, it was fifty-six. Yeah, got you. Mine was a little bit more. Okay, I went to uh, Kentucky. Oh, when did you go to Kentucky? Well, I went to Louder Than Life. Oh, is that the with concerts. all the? Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And I stopped at Party Source. To oh, Party Source. Yeah, yeah, I've heard stories about yeah. that place. And then I got a two of their barrel selects. Oh, okay, yeah. sweet. Next, next week. Next time. <laughs> next time. Absolutely. We will try one of the two, and then next week we'll try the other two or three. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get through all of everything. Love it. All right. This is the point of the podcast where we're going to spoil the fuck, the hell, the shit, the damn out of this movie. That was a that changed to Scottish for a second there. This movie. <laughs> this movie. If you uh, would like to watch this movie, Breaking, starring John Boyga, pause the podcast now. Go watch it. However you wish to watch it on any streaming service you wish to watch it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I come back. I think it might still be in theaters in, in a few places, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't care about watching it, you can listen to the podcast. But we will put a video on YouTube showing, uh, you know, whether we think we should, you should watch it or not. And also put in the show notes so you can skip ahead and see if it's worth watching or not. So, I forget anything? No, I think that's it. Good. Hashimi! Hashimi! Opening a movie. Walking Brian. <laughs> okay, so I started watching second, too. Cool. Uh, I just blew through uh, Cobra Kai. So. I, did, I did it as well. Did you yeah. like it? Eh. Eh, it definitely wasn't as good as the last. Well, I feel like the last couple of seasons have been pretty good. This one was, eh. There were some funny parts. I thought it was good. That was okay. Man, it was some st- high stakes D in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That last episode was pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they cast a Tyron Woodley. I know. What and the then, fuck? Where and, was he doing? And, and, and he didn't just, even use him. Yeah, he, he, he throws a couple of great punches and a few yeah. kicks. And yeah. you're like, yeah, that dude knows how to fight. Because yeah. of course he does. Yeah. And then he just gets his ass whooped. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. It was very weird. But okay. 
Anyway, Cyberpunk. Did you watch that yet? I have not watched Edge Runners yet. You got to watch that shit. Yeah, thing. okay. Okay, breaking. <laughs> <laughs> so, opening the movie, we get Brian. He, I thought he's being dragged out of prison. I thought so, too. I couldn't really, too, couldn't really tell what it or was. Or he was getting arrested to go to prison. Yeah. The two officers are going to walk him out in handcuffs. Uh, they sit him down on the steps, take the cuffs off. And it looks like he got kind of, you know, a little scuff. Yeah. His face is kind of bruised, you know. And then it says, based on a true story. Right then, I was like, fuck. Uh, this is not going to be a happy story. It's not going to be a good story. <laughs> Just, damn it. Oh, this is no. going to be a sad story. It's based on a true story. Nothing yeah. good ever happens. No. Um. So, yeah, he starts to walk home. Uh, Brian does. And he calls his daughter on the phone. And, they, you know, they joke about it. They do um. It's a Harry Potter joke, right? Lord of the Rings. They don't start with Harry Potter? Did they start with Harry Potter? Maybe. Either way, it is Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He says he's Gollum or? They're trying to come up with names for something. And so he's rattling off all, you know, Gimli, Gondor, like all G things. And then yeah. and then Gollum is there. And then he does like a bad impersonation yeah. of Gollum. He tries. Yeah, but he tries. Yeah. I'm not doing my impression. That's okay. You know, you're waiting for it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you have to go just do a little search on our YouTube channel. You'll see yeah, Tony. I'm like, great Gollum impression. No, I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh, you're teasing the people out there. You're teasing them. So, yeah, he talks to her on the phone for a bit. He's in like a crappy motel hotel room. And then like the minutes run out on his phone. Mm-hmm. He's like, God dang it. So, we, you know, we're either setting the, the struggling scene, right? You know, he can... He's living in a motel. He's paying for minutes on the phone. Doesn't have much money. And then when he's walking in the street, the title sequence is kind of cool. Is, yeah, yeah. It's written yeah. on the ground real subtly. I like that a yeah, lot. Yeah, like street paint. I thought it was uh-huh. nice. And then he's kind of like, he's making some sort of device and he's putting it in his backpack. All he's seeing is basically taking wires out of a walkie-talkie. And like and wiring it up. Wiring wire to the walkie-talkie. Yeah. You're like, okay. And then he puts his backpack on and starts walking up to a Wells Fargo bank. He gets aside, kind of starts scoping the place out a bit, looking around, you know, looking like a bank robber, doing things you don't He's got do. a hoodie. Yeah. Backpack, hoodie. Yeah. Don't do that and go into a bank. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he walks up to the clerk, Rosa Diaz. Rosa. Rosa. Rosa, Rosa. And she's, he's, he's polite. He is. Hello, ma'am. You know, she, he has to take out $25 in his account. You know? Yeah. God dang. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Shit. That sucks. Yeah. I've been there though. Mm-hmm. I've had to <laughs> can I like withdraw ten dollars, please? <laughs> Definitely yeah. been there. Mm-hmm. He then asks her for a piece of paper while she's kind of going through the withdrawal process. And then he writes with a piece of paper and she's kind of like talking, no, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, da, da, da. what you gotta do is do this and hands it back to her and the paper says, I have a bomb. And she like gets really fucking scared. And he yeah. goes, he All goes, your base are belong to us. <laughs> <laughs> All your base are belong to us. So yeah, he writes up a bomb and she gets nervous and he tells her, you know, which probably shocked her more, hey, trigger the alarm. Call 911. And she's like, What the fuck? Estelle. Estelle, yeah. Notices uh Rosa's face, you know, because she's happy and all of a sudden she's like, you can see the the fear in the her panic. face. And so she's like, shit, this guy's robbing the bank. So she starts walking around and asking people to leave. Yep. Telling all the employees to leave, telling all the people in the bank, mm. just get out mm. now. So Brian kind of notices something. I saw on the alarm. I don't know. I don't know where it is. Oh, uh, she's Rose is nervous, right? Basically, he notices the manager notices like him. And he's like, you know, hey, you know, Robert, he's like, how, how many people are left in the bank? And she goes, there's people in the back. He's like, let them all go. You two stay. Mm-hmm. And so like, he doesn't want anybody there. Which he, is a mistake. In a hostage situation... If you're robbing the bank yourself, you want as many hostages there yeah. as possible for bargaining chips to but hide he, behind. Because like now that there's just the two tellers and him in the bank, all the cops outside know who he is. You yeah. know, versus if you have a whole bunch of hostages, 
mm-hmm. that you can just have standing up everywhere. You can blend in. You can hide a little bit more. You can make them second guess. But when you're the only dude in the bank, they know you're the bad guy. Yeah. So. But like, he's not. He's. I know he's not trying yeah. to hurt people, but still. He's never tried to rob the bank. Oh, yeah, I know. But. He just wants to be noticed. Uh, yeah. There are yeah. other ways to be noticed, though. It is true. Yeah. It's very true. So he says he wants a disability check. And she goes, you know. We'll just give you money. He's like, it's not about the money. It's about getting my check from the VA. Rosa calls 911. He snatches the phone and says, I got a bomb. If I'll get my man's my demands met, I'm killing everybody in here. And turns to Rosa, no, I'm not, I'm not actually gonna kill anybody. I'm not, you know, you guys will get out of your line. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. She's so like, you know, I'm, everything's fine. And you can tell he's kind of like, there's a few screws loose yeah, upstairs you know. a little and bit. He, Even though he's very polite and very matter of fact to these people mm-hmm. and to everybody. But yeah, you can tell there's he's, something wrong. a little bit of paranoia. Yes. She asked him what kind of clothes is he wearing, the 911 operator. Mm-hmm. And he starts to freak out. Why do you want to know that? You got snipers out there? You got snipers out there. There's snipers on me. And he like runs. He starts disconnecting the cameras, mm-hmm. pulling stuff. You can see him. He starts closing blinds. Then he, then he gets mad. Starts yelling on the phone. Everyone, everyone thinks I'm playing, but I'm not. I'm not playing. Yeah. This, is, this is real. Everyone thinks I'm fucking joking. Right, he's up hiding behind like one of the desks and kind of like try to comp- get himself together. He hides behind a small desk yeah, during yeah. this part. Well, yeah, he's which is bad move. Like, yeah. go back behind the counter. You know, yeah, with he's, Rosa. With Rosa, yeah. She's like gets freaked out. He goes, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry for yelling. Could you please call the news for me?" The manager lady uh, Estelle just looks annoyed, mm-hmm. you know, but he keeps letting him know, like, "I'm not gonna hurt you." You know, everyone, right. everyone's safe. Everyone's safe. I forget what he says in the line. I need the fire trucks. Yeah. I need the news cameras. I need the X-Men. Call them. Yeah. <laughs> and then like when he says all that shit, Rosa, I don't know where she goes, I, I, I like Jean Grey. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that, that that's random, but okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did she, he not re- remember him saying that yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. a few minutes he before? Like, he's like, why'd you say that? that? That's random. Yeah. And then she... He was really going full Denzel oh, yeah. in this scene, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to know. I need these people to know what's going on. I thought you know? the same thing. Yeah, it was like... The same thing. Really channeling Denzel. Mm-hmm. There. I don't care who's coming down here. Yeah. I want the X-Men. Yeah. I want Wall Street. I want everybody coming down here today. That's like a Ronald Reagan and Denzel mixed <laughs> together. <laughs> That guy would win for president. If you could mix Reagan and Denzel together, oh, fuck, that dude would run. That guy would would change the law and would be president for 40 years, man. Yeah, he would. (laughs) And people would vote for him. They'd be like, fuck the rules. I don't care. This guy's awesome. Go, Mr. Mr. Denzel Reagan. (laughs) Estelle goes, hey, because he asks, is your first bank robbery? She goes, no. You know, a, a guy robbed before, and he goes, what happened to him? And she goes, oh, they arrested him. He goes, oh, he was white. He must have been white. <laughs> he must have been white. They're going to kill my black ass. Yeah. She almost smiles when he says, oh, he must have been white. Yeah. And she saw that sort of as a joke, but yeah, he yeah. was clearly. Yeah, he was white. He yeah, was white. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. That's not, that's not why he got saved, though. He's like, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Which we do see happen in society mm, a lot. We sure do. You do. Yeah. That, we were at the Dolphin Lounge, that guy. Dolphin Lounge, the guy. And he's sitting next to me. Oh, yeah. They got into like conversation about I, You were getting into a very heated conversation with him. Yeah, it wasn't heated. We were, there was no mad. He okay. was, uh, I was trying to overpower me with some stuff. Okay. And I was, you know, making him feel comfortable. Okay. And uh, he mentioned like the the guy in Columbus who just got who shot. Who just got shot. Yeah. Sleep, right. Yeah. Well, you know, they went there with the warrant. He picked up XYZ and he, he got, he, he tried to tell me he was asleep. I said, we don't know if he was asleep. I mean, I mean, if someone busts in your house, busts open your door, yeah, you're gonna be alarmed, right? Do you think it's the cops? Are they saying SWAT? Like, I don't. Who knows, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, this kid was just sleeping in his house. And they had a warrant, right? We got people shooting people in schools and shit and getting taken alive. He was like, "Well, you know, the cops are jumpy." I said, "So they're more afraid of a of a 
black kids sleeping than the white guy that's already An killed, active shooter. already kill people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what, what kind of lie? What are, you, what are you saying? Yeah. Right. He goes on and on, and he starts talking about um, just complying. Mm-hmm. Just comply. Just do what you're told. And yada yada. I'm like, totally agree, man. If you're doing nothing wrong, and the cops being cordial, just be cordial back. Right. Fine. 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 Right. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just easy as complying. Like if you're doing them wrong. Like why are they messing with you? Right. So right. then, like 20 minutes later, he goes on about him. They come take my guns. I, I'm fighting my fighting back. This and that. You know, don't tread on me. I got my rights. You know, they're not gonna disrespect me like that. I said, cool. So why why do you tell me 20 minutes ago as a black man I should comply? But you as a white guy get to stand up for yourself. Oh, shit. And have your rights and yeah. don't tread on me bullshit. But you told me earlier I, I should comply and just do what I'm told and say it later. Well, I'm just, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, you you clearly said that if the people crop chops you to disrespect and they're coming, coming for you and being disrespectful, things like that, you got the right as a you know American to stand up for yourself. So why did you tell me 20 minutes earlier I should just shut the fuck up and comply and mm-hmm. do what I'm told? And he was like, well, he's That's like, I'm saying, because like, you know, like altercations happen. So you're, you're agreeing that because I'm black, it might get, Escalated to something it shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, he's like, man, you were kind of open my eyes a little bit. And I was like, caught you in your own shit, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. that. So ended up, ended on a good note, but there was like a point the whole night. I was like, God dang it, why am I? How did I get stuck? In this you, I, I know, and I was, I wasn't super drunk, but I was drunk enough that I couldn't pay attention to your conversation and John's conversation yeah. at the same time. And so I kept trying to like half listen is like, does Tony need my help? And I was like, no, he sounds like he's got it. He sounds like it's good. Cause I, yeah, I wasn't sure about him. I yeah. wasn't sure about what kind of guy he was, you know, like even after the, uh, the gay jokes, the gay jokes. He yeah. Just try to throw in. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you don't, you don't do that shit. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta yeah. Calm that shit down. Right. Oh, my mom, my brother's gay. A fucking with your brother's a yeah. fucking magician. You don't, yeah. you don't get the joke with my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's old. Yeah. Old, old white guy. Old white guy. <laughs> what do you, you know? It sucks that that's the situation, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he came around, though, and he was okay. super nice at the end. Good. And he bought us all shots. Hey. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. I had, yeah. to, I had to turn mine down because yeah. I needed to drive. Yeah. So, yeah. in the end, after a great conversation, we became friends and broke bread. Good. Liquid bread. Liquid bread. Liquid bread. <laughs> Rosa just tries to give him the money mm-hmm. so he can leave. I don't want the bank's money. I want my money. I want, I want the my money, money yeah. back. I want the, my, my money that was supposed to come to me from the people who were supposed to pay it. Yeah. I want that money. He gets a phone call. The phone rings. He picks it up, answer because he, he thinks it's like a negotiator of the cops. Right. And the someone's like, hey, I got a question for my 401k for uh for Bridget. And he's like, oh, Bridget's not here right now. You have to call back later. You know, like something like that. He and starts uh, like taking down taking a number down, and, uh, yeah. and shit. So which number? I'll give it to her. He's yeah. like, and then he gives it to Rosa. Bridget's, Bridget's going to need this. <laughs> right. Because again, he's planning on like, this is going to be a normal day. You know, right. we're gonna, I'm not going to hurt anybody. Mm hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, an employee comes to the door, tries to open the door up, because he has Estelle close to lock all the doors. Right. An employee tries to get in, and Estelle's like, no, no, just leave, just leave. And he's flipping that fuck out. You know, what the fuck is going on, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking the same thing as she's thinking. Estelle, why would you let this employee come to the door? Right. Like, the cops just didn't give a shit. Yeah. And I was wondering, like, again, because they're playing, they just throw, threw a race thing out there. Like, are you saying, like, they don't care about them because it's the two minorities inside? Yeah. That they get information from the people that got left and said, you know, oh, it's, it's with the black manager. And, you know, like, you know, right. the Hispanic Rosa, and then it's this black guy. Yeah. Okay, we'll just, we'll just let this. I don't know. But they were, like, hitting a lot of the stuff in the movie, like, something was race motivated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, well. 
I shouldn't say, oh, well, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he keeps asking for a negotiator. Um, he then pulls the the walkie-talkie out, starts to beep. You know, he presses the button, makes it beep. He's like, I'm not fucking playing. Yeah. Like, I got a bomb. Y'all gonna take me seriously. So he, then he lets us still go to the bathroom because he kind of calms down. Mm-hmm. And then she texts Rosa saying, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. We got to figure something out. Because mm-hmm. she's thinking like, all right, he's he's he doesn't really want to kill us. We could probably just leave and he's not going to do shit. And I said, I thought, I think the same thing. Like, right, I'm not going to kill you. I just want to blow myself up. Like, just fucking run. Yeah. And, just get out of there. Yeah. And, and so she goes to the bathroom and she's in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. There's a window right there. Like, why isn't she just bouncing out the window? You a bitch, bro. I'm saying it right now. We ever in a fucking situation. We're like, in a hostage situation. And you fucking leave me in the, in the hostage situation with the fucking dude with the bomb? You go to the bathroom and come out the fucking window and you're going to text me. Sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch over your children for I you. I love you, but I, but I love my kids more. <laughs> and I want to see him again. So you would. So if we're in a hostage situation, you and me together in a hostage situation, you stay if you have the opportunity to go. Like free and clear. Get away. You can just hop out the window and you're gone. Yes. You would leave. No. Oh, okay. I wouldn't leave. Okay. I'm very empathetic. You know, if you got killed not, and not just, I left you there and you got murdered because mm. I left. Think mm. about that. The guy, right? He has this as his pawns. He's not going to kill us. Right. But if I leave, I then upset this man and he just blows you up mm. because I left. Where would he go? Oh, boom. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's me. That's on me now. <laughs> yeah. If you would have left Tony Rob be alive right now, why are you just staying there? Yeah. We well, wouldn't know that would maybe his finger just slipped or something. Not a risk. Maybe I tried to tackle him. I don't know. I don't know. Not it's not I, I'm not gonna know. That's okay. no point. All right. So you're staying. Yeah, I'm staying. Okay. I know you're not now. No, I'm I would. I no, just, you would. You already said you wouldn't. No, I <laughs> you already said you would. You already fucked up. And now I know. Shit goes no, down. No, I I'm just not wanted, invited. Nope. I, listen, I wanted to know for sure whether or not. No, you didn't. You would hang out in the hostage no, situation you, with me. Yes, I did. You already said yes, before you asked the question yes, that I you did. would leave. <laughs> you would leave. What about, okay, okay. You you would stay for me. Oh, oh no, no. Let's go. Let's go coworker. Mm-hmm. Let's go your second favorite coworker <laughs> from your last job. Would you stay in the hostage situation with them? My last job, second favorite coworker. Yeah, my second. La- my last job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they said they can buy. Bye bye. Okay. I was just trying to find out at what point. What point. Yeah. At what point are we bouncing? Current job, you know, I would, I would hang out with them. You know, yeah. see what happens. Because last job, they could just. I might have hey, press the bar myself. Give me the. Give me the bomb. <laughs> Why are we wasting time? Let me press this motherfucker. <laughs> Okay. Leave my ass behind you. I would not leave you. No, I wouldn't. No. Anyway, so she goes to the bathroom and she stays with her friend. She does. Like a loyal person. Like a loyal, yes. Like a loyal friend. Yeah. So. I would stay, Tony. No, you wouldn't. I would. So, no, you wouldn't. Coworkers, no. No. Coworkers, no. Not a chance. (laughs) So he uh, talks to a cop and, you know, he tells him about his demands. You know, he wants his VA check. Just disability check for VA. I forget which, which cop he talks to. It's not it's not Michael yet. It's, it's not um what's the cop's name in the movie? Eli. Yeah, it's not Eli yet. Yeah. Or Bernard. They call him Bernard. Bernard. Okay. But yeah. Eli Bernard is his full name. But it's not him he talks to. Uh. But he gets off the phone. And he goes, "You think it was a good conversation? You think we think it was a good one?" They go, "Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good." Like now they're like helping him out. Right. Yeah. So he he calls his wife and he goes, "You know, hey, I'm doing something right now. It might cause me to go to jail for a very very long time." And, mm-hmm. then, she, and then she says, "Are you not for medication again?" Mm. You know, let, letting us know that, oh shit, you know, and he kind of like, he probably can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, right, that's probably one situation where, like, I want to be on the shit to help me cope with things, but I can't afford to pay for it because y'all scam me out of my fucking money. Right. So now I can't pay for this all XYZ. So I got I to gotta let go of this so I can afford this, you know. Good job, government. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, good job. Uh, anyway, I could go on. This is, at least I'm not making this whole podcast political. Well, it's hard because this movie is, it is yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
it's all centered around the the race thing and the political thing and 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 forgetting the downtrodden and all that shit. I mean, it's all about. But see, I think the um the whole VA thing, not racist, just in general. Yeah, just in general, right? Like, yeah. And then you got the situation with the hostage situation, right? We where we all know we've all been seeing recently in the in the news that you know what happens happens. But it's like it's dude, like people will fucking bitch up and down about America and you know stupid shit. It's it's, it's like it's all patriotic and shit when you can fucking wear a flag bandana and a fucking you know don't tread on me fucking flag and t-shirt and wave your guns and shit and do your but, but then when it comes time to fucking take care of fucking the soldiers mm-hmm. who support our troops do we really don't no we really don't support troops. Thanks, not, not enough thanks for your service get back over there on the ground though right yeah, yeah. <laughs> away mongrel as a soldier you 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 should be entitled to much more than you are especially if you're active duty like this guy was yeah you know he, he did a tour in iraq i think or afghanistan take or something care of. yeah you should be well taken care of the rest of your life yes easy like we take care of presidents mm-hmm. forever yep life of luxury shit mm-hmm. why can't they just live like regular fucking people our just, basic income uh, just a, a, right above yeah you don't need to be a fucking you know up here no you should be right above you should be able to afford and you know a home and and food right and medication and all that kind of guaranteed shit. no matter yeah. what no matter what right absolutely it just makes no sense yeah. like especially medication like right we're gonna send them over there and fuck the fuck their minds up Mm-hmm. Like therapy, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe there is a, a free service out there. You well, know, I mean the I VA, yeah, yeah. Maybe the maybe VA is supposed to do all that stuff, but it should be the easiest fucking process. It should be, in the yeah. world. Like yeah, therapy and medication should be free no matter fucking your situation at all. Yeah, homeless or not. And it, it's sad because you hear about this kind of stuff all the time mm-hmm. of soldiers that are just kind of because of one reason or another they they end up homeless yeah you know i mean every homeless guy that you see has a, a veteran on their side you mm-hmm. know i was a veteran or whatever and i'm sure that some of them are lying but i'm sure some of them aren't yeah yeah you know and that sucks if you mm-hmm. serve this country like that you shouldn't be homeless out on the streets yeah you should be able to get whatever help you need you know yeah to- if you were if you were put in active duty yeah into a country that we're like in conflict with mm-hmm. yeah you should be taken care of 100 yeah. percent. yeah okay <sighs> okay He's back in. Don't worry, it's going to get worse. <laughs> Before it gets better. So, yeah, he talks to his wife on the phone. He's not taking his medication. Um, he didn't finally just tells her. Okay. I want to read this note right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a little situation. I'm just trying to do right. Boobies, ass, butt titties. Okay, Brian, don't be spooking our daughter. So, I got up to go to the bathroom right there, and my <laughs> wife wrote down in my notes, boobies, ass, butt titties. <laughs> Low key, when you said that, I was like, did he say that in the movie? <laughs> what part in the movie was no, that? No, and then she wrote the next sentence, like, so to try to hide. Yeah, boobies ass, boobies, butt titties. Ass, butt titties. But yeah. she know right away, you like boobies ass and butt titties. You I pull know, it out, you like, ooh, I see butt titties. Oh. <laughs> I saw oh. it. I saw it. Anyway, yeah, funny. I left it in my notes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yes. Moving on. So, yeah, he tells her he's he robbing a bank, you know, and she's like, stop joking around. Doesn't really believe him. Hangs the phone up. Rosen is still kind of talking about, you know, unlocking the doors. He then, like, he has a helicopter flying above, has a brief flashback to war, uh, you know, showing him where. I don't know where it was at. but Somewhere was, in the desert. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I, I wanted more of the war flashback. I, I kind of wanted to see a little bit of what he went through yeah. there. Just briefly. That's what I was kind of, yeah, we kind of touched on about the synopsis, right? Like the the reintegration conflict. We really didn't get much of that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it just starts out in the movie which is fine right but like yeah you don't need any more than what they gave us but i would have liked a little bit more of him struggling uh you know just just to make you more empathetic for situations right now what we saw was enough 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think it would have helped a little bit more, right, to care about his character if we just had a little bit, you know, him trying. Yeah. Not that he said it. He, yeah, you get my point. So, yeah, he has a flashback. Then the Bridget calls, the, the, that lady calls back again for Bridget. And uh, he just gets mad because he's like, lady, the bank's being robbed. I'm the one robbing it. Don't, <laughs> don't call back no more. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, Bridget's not back yet. Estelle tries to say the same thing happened to her ex-husband about like not getting his you know disability stuff and how they screwed him over too and screwed the vet like that and she's like you know you should let let us let us go just let us go and he's like trying to play me you think mm. I'm stupid mm. trying to play me everyone's not trying to play me and she's like I'm not trying to play I'm just showing you that like I know what you're going through you know and it sucks but you know we don't have to all die here right you know? yeah and then Bernard shows up mm-hmm. you know we got some now we got some actors now we got some big guns out here that's right Brian then calls the local news station where's the news I asked for the news where are they why aren't they outside why are they because he turns on the TV I think yeah he's looking for the news and he's looking for the news and there's nothing about yeah. him on there mm-hmm. at all and so he calls the news himself he's like yeah. alright fine I'm gonna cut out the middleman yeah I'll just call the tip line and tell them I'm robbing a bank it's this bank you know here we go here, yeah. let's start it yeah so he, he calls the news station, says what he's doing, and he gets he tells him, you know, he got an honorable discharge. Oh, thank you, thank you for your service, sir. You know, um, she asked about the VA, and he, and he has a flashback. Really like the transition shot here mm-hmm. of, of him from being on the phone with her to being in the VA office. Mm-hmm. It's kind of this cool rotation shot. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, and it kind of shows, like, this is the basically the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like a little, little before it, where he's trying to get, you know... Is basically his check, and she goes, well, you know, like, hey, they, they, you had to pay for a school loan or something like this, some sort of school fees, and you're supposed to get your disability check because you can't work, you know, because he got sick, he got sick or something, couldn't work. Yeah, he was holding two jobs, something happened. So he's supposed to get a check, and they didn't have the money for his check because they put it towards some fees he had. Yeah, for school. Yeah, and he's like, I didn't do that though. That's not, that's not money. I didn't. That's not. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't have any fees, anything. I didn't go to this place, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm sorry, sir. And he's like, I don't, I don't have any place to go. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be fucking homeless if I don't have any. Like, get if I don't give my money, yeah, yeah, with the check, I'm going to be homeless. Like, yeah. I can't. I'm going to, you know. And then she just gives him a fucking pamphlet. Yeah, here's a pamphlet on homeless, me. homeless in you. Is what it says. Oh God. And then she's like, the lines over there to get aid for housing, and it's a fucking long ass. It's line. a huge ass line, bro. And, and then like, what makes you more upset? Oh, you man. know what I mean? Like this, this brought me back to. My college days, I had government aid for a little while mm-hmm. back in college because I had a daughter and I had to go down to the fucking jobs and family services yep. and fucking wait in that line Same in a thing. room with all these fucking people, waste hours of my life, you know, instead of doing schoolwork or going to work or mm-hmm. anything like that. You know, I'm in this fucking and I used to get so mad, bro, that like I'd be in this, you know, waiting and I would see all these families with kids Everybody's got a smartphone. All the whole family, like oh, mom, yeah. dad, yeah, yeah. daughter. I didn't have a fucking smartphone. I had a fucking boop, boop, boop phone because I couldn't fucking afford it. Yeah. Because I couldn't afford to fucking eat. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this room with all these people that are there for help, just like me. Only they're all fucking, you know, nice cars out in the parking lot, all the smartphones mm-hmm. and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you people doing? Yeah. You know, no. like black, white, Somalian, like yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. They were all in there and they were all doing the same shit. And it just drove me crazy. No, I it just makes got you, so fucking mad. No, same thing. I make sure you wonder like... It's like I'm making sacrifices. Not off the system. Right. As much, yeah, like, exactly. You know, I need it for this. I'm going to use it for right. this purpose. I mean, yeah. We were on it too when we had Kyrie, you know, and we just got the uh, the coupons to get some mm-hmm. extra food and crap like that. And that was it. And yep. then once we got up, we got off, we got off. Yeah. You know, and then... Yeah. I actually got kicked off because they fucked me. <laughs> 
I was, cause you have to re up every now and again. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I went and I had all my paperwork and everything like that. And I met my caseworker lady and I, here's everything. And cool, cool, cool. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Okay, great. You're all good. Sweet. I leave. I get a thing in the mail like a month later. Your services are going to get cut off in a week if you don't turn in this one form. She said I had everything. So I tried to call and I didn't, nobody could answer me. Of course. So, so I go down there. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go down there. I'll wait in the giant ass line. And when it's my turn, I'll get up there and I'll just talk to somebody and mm. figure out what form I'm missing or whatever. So I do that and I get the form, whatever this form was that I didn't have originally, that they didn't send me originally, that apparently I needed. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'll fill, I sat back down, filled out the form, waited in the fucking line again because I couldn't go back up there. Of course not. And gave the thing, the guy the paper and he's like, but you know, typing everything. I said, so we're good, right? Like I'm fucking poor, man. Like this yeah. is food. This is food for me to eat and my daughter. Mm -hmm. Like I need this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything's good. You're, 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 you're good to go. Cool. And then I got like, it kicked off two weeks later because something was wrong. And I didn't, I did everything I could to figure mm -hmm. out what it was and nobody had the answers for me. Yeah. And then I had to go without food stamps for like six months. Cause you can't go right back on if mm -hmm. you get, if it lapses or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it was, ugh. Dude, it's, it's, it's gross. It's weird. But yeah. it's weird how, like, you, I'm trying to use it for real. Yeah. You know, and I can vouch for Rob's story. Like I said, we were, like, with the same, with the same college. So, like, Rob didn't have, like, you know, childcare sometimes. So, he mm -hmm. would have, like, his friends that he trusted to watch his, watch his daughter. So, he'd go to class. Yeah. And yet, you're doing all this stuff, sacrifices, fine, trying to finagle things. And then you got people just mooching off the system. Like you said, yeah. like. Nice. Barely making enough money yeah. like with my job and trying to go to college, you know, by myself, live on my own, have a kid, you know, like the expenses of just her going to school, like a daycare thing. Mm -hmm. with, that shit's expensive. Like if, you, expensive. if you've never had kids, it's like a fucking mortgage payment. It is. And I have rent on top of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not working full time because I'm trying to fucking go to college. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Sucks. No, I was uh, driving past Steve's house. That was uh, kind of pulling, was a, the homeless guy, mm -hmm. appeared to be homeless, had a sign up, and then car kind of cars were like were leaving, and then he like put his sign down and then pulled an iPhone out oh, and was God. texting. Oh man! And like, not saying he's not hard up, sure, but it's very hard for me to be like, yo, that phone's a thousand dollars, and right. I'm paying for that phone. Yeah, it's fifty, uh, sixty bucks a month. Yeah, probably. Maybe someone's paying for it before he can talk to you. That could Maybe. be a situation too. Like, all right, sure. I want to keep contact with you. Here's a phone. At least, I, at least I can talk to you. Yeah, I'll yeah. pay for the bill. That that. that I hope that was the situation. Yeah. But it, it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't look good. You know good. what I mean? It doesn't look good at no. all, right? Um, no. But I would like to think it was the latter where someone gave him the phone so they could stay in contact with him, uh, you know, and things like that. And then he's, you know, not at least selling the phone for said money. To, yeah. You know, so I'm hoping that's what it was. But yeah. at first thought, I was like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, yeah. He asked, um, Lisa was a girl's name. Okay. The newscaster lady. He's on the phone with the news lady. And he asked her how how it looks, and she go. He goes, you know, they have do they have snipers outside? She goes, yeah, they, I think they have snipers out there. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, okay. So then the FBI calls his wife, and then they end up busting his motel room, and they find you know nothing. Really. Nothing. Uh, we then get a view of Riddick being you know a burn notice man, being country country guy, kind of like and he was Michael, doing, right? In Michael, Burnout? yeah. yeah. He was doing one of his great, horrible Michael accents why he did in the show. Did, yeah, why did he do that? There's no need to. Why was he just, just talk normal guy? There's no need to. Oh, man. I would love it if that was actually the way he sounded 
<laughs> like in real life. <laughs> like that's him not yeah, doing a voice. Right? You're yeah. like, stop. Stop making that. No, it's, it's, it, this it, is how I talk. It, it's my real voice. <laughs> yeah. No, sir. No, it's not. Stop making fun of people. It like, would be fine, like, if the rest of the guys were kind of country boy cops and stuff, but none of them were. They yeah. were all just normal guys. Yeah, it really didn't make any sense. No, it didn't. And he was making a weird face the whole time, like he had to take yeah. a shit. I don't know. Do you think it was just to make him, like, appear racist? You know what I mean? Uh, like to make it like yeah like i don't know maybe because you know in the movie they kind of you know alluded yeah. to him like not giving a fuck about this guy and yeah hick and and they make it a you know a race thing as well like he mentions a lot the way it, uh brian does the character about yeah. you know the white guy gets out they're gonna kill my black ass so you think they made it, hey you should do a country accent so if you can enforce that you're probably racist maybe like maybe. just enforcing the stupid stereotype kind of thing yeah, yeah i don't be. know I, I i thought that's why they were doing it. i was like this is fucking corny dude it's like, kind of bad because then again like i hate stereotypes so mm-hmm. you know you don't want to perpetuate it. everybody that speaks country or has a country accent is racist come on right whatever but either way that could not have been the intent but it probably was <laughs> um <laughs> Just saying, who's talking to him on the phone? Why is nobody giving me anything? Like, you know, why are he's he's talking to news lady? But like, I feel like you know, Riddick's just letting shit just go off the fucking rails. So they got a reason to kill him. And Bernard's trying to be like, well, why he's not talking just to me? Why is he on? The, you know, why are we letting phone calls out? What what is going on right now? Yeah, you know, why are we letting this happen? Brian says to news lady Lisa, my brother put a head out on me. You know, twenty thousand. He, he just did. Why? I don't know. He's he's crazy. He twenty thousand dollar hit on me. You know, I have to watch my back. So like, all right, they think he's crazy now. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that about your brother. He put a head on you. Like, that's kind of crazy, you know. Was it uh, Bernard? Yeah, Bernard mm-hmm. tells him that, you know, basically, like, he needs to get off the phone with the news. Like, yeah. cut the fucking phone lines, bro. Like, we should only want to talking to this person. Bernard walks up to the news, and he goes, hey, don't try to contact him anymore. Don't, no one go to the door. Stay the fuck back. You know, this is a police thing, You're right? putting yourselves in danger. You're putting him in danger. You're putting everybody in mm-hmm. danger. Stay the fuck out of this business, mm-hmm. please. So Estelle had called 911 on the phone and is just having At it, some point. Yeah, and just having the phone on. It's just open. The 911 operator is listening in through her phone, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't look like she's on the phone. Yeah. So it's just there. And he doesn't care if she's on the phone. She's no. texting stuff. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's like, text, text you. If you want to, you can text your ex-husband and let him know that you're fine. Like, I, I yeah. know I get worried sometimes, you know, and... So you should probably let them know you're good. You know, like, yeah. he told them multiple times, like, any, the only person going to die today if someone dies is me. Right. I mean, none of you going to die. Right. And he kept saying that. I was like, oh, there's no bomb. I yeah. kept thinking the same. Like, there's no bomb. Yeah, there's no I'm bomb. Like, there's no bomb that, you know, they never show a bomb. And he didn't seem like he would even have a bomb. The mm-hmm. way he's even treating the book bag, the backpack. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not like there's a bomb inside. No. You know, he's kind of tossing around and, you know, jumping and diving. Yeah. And they're more scared of it than he is. He's, yes. You know, he's like, oh, it's oh, fine. Because, like, you no, know, there's not a bomb in there. Yeah. So I thought the whole time there wasn't a bomb. In I the, did too. In, in the bag, he starts to kind of flip out again because he's told to wait. Mm. I believe like that. He's like he's talking to Bernard. He's like they're like you know, you know, just wait a little bit. He's like I want my money. Where get, get me on the phone with the VA. You know, figure get this 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 situation figured out. Just hold on a little bit longer. We gotta you know we gotta figure things out. So he turns the bomb on and he's still, you know starts flipping the fuck out. And then they do like a little cut scene, and his daughter kind of walks in and sees the newscast and his dad her dad's photo pops up on the screen is as breaking you know so breaking news breaking news yeah and like okay that's a good yeah good, good title here mm-hmm. like that yeah he's breaking down yeah, yeah breaking news mm-hmm. yeah it's it's good yeah so uh he talks to bernard on the phone brian does and he just wants people to see how the va treats people yeah that's why he wants the news i want to see what happens when you push a man beyond his breaking point he he tells eli i need your help to like tell my ex and my daughter mm-hmm. How do I tell them that I'm going to die today? And he's like, 
look, man, it's my job to make sure you don't die. Yeah. So forget that, you know, you're going to make it out here. And then he finds out that like Eli or Bernard was a Marine as well. Yeah. And so they have that in common that they're, they were both Marines at one point. And so there's this kind of this brotherhood bond thing that, mm-hmm. that Eli really wants to make sure this guy gets out alive. Yeah. And he, uh, this is where we find out how much the check was for. Yes. $892. Oh my God, bro. Could you imagine? Trying to rob a bank for, because of eight hundred and ninety-two dollars. Yeah, I could. I I, I feel so bad. Like I've been poor. Mm-hmm. I've been poor, 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 poor. Yeah. I had all my shit stolen, and I was so behind on rent that I had to use the insurance check from getting all my shit stolen to pay for rent. So I couldn't replace all the shit that was stolen. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've been poor. Mm-hmm. But I could not imagine like getting to the point where I was gonna go rob a bank. Yeah, but like you've been at the point where. You- 900 bucks oh yeah is a lot of is a, fucking is a money. lot of fucking money yeah right you're yeah. like holy fuck you're, i've been to a point where like a hundred dollars is fucking life-changing yes absolutely oh my god a hundred dollars dude like, yeah. you know like yep. you're thinking i could eat for a month mm-hmm. you know something like right right yeah, yeah. right yeah like oh absolutely god, right so it's it's uh that's perspective though people are like it's only it's only 900 bucks you're like time out like to him though with, yeah. with nothing that was his whole monthly income yeah 900 bucks yeah Kept him off the streets. Yeah. You know, maybe got his medications. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like all these things. Like, but yeah, he, Brian goes, I'm, I'm worth nothing. I am nothing. Right. Oh, and Bernard's man. like, you know, it's not true. I'm going to call your family now. So Bernard calls his wife and says, like, you know, hey, you need anything? Here's my personal number. You can call me. You know, the F- FBI is acting weird. Give me a call. Basically, he wants to, to get this guy home, yeah. you know, or somewhere. Yeah. You know, just out of the bomb situation. Just out of the situation. Yeah. Riddick comes into the car and like fucking like interrupts the phone call that he knows Bernard is on. Mm hmm. Bernard like ends up closes the phone call, then flips the fuck out with Riddick, which again can lose the fact that Riddick gives, gives him a fuck about gives this guy. No fucks. Like, he wants to just go home and watch the football game. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, you know. So Bernard yells at him, "Don't you fucking ever underestimate me? Not not me. You know, don't fucking do that shit to me. Don't you ever disrespect me mm-hmm. or cut me off when I'm talking, sir." Yeah. <laughs> Bernard talks to Brian's wife, explains how he has episodes and. You know, but he's never violent. And he's like, you ever you know, hurt his daughter? She's like, fuck, no, he wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah. You know, well, again, alluding to the fact it's probably not a bomb. Probably not a bomb. You know, yeah. um, he's not violent. She tells Bernard to tell Brian, don't do anything stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that didn't work. Nope. So FBI comes to the house. Just basically staying with the wife and uh, Kaya, his daughter. Bernard tries to get Brian to let the ladies go home. Yeah, let, well, he just wants one. Let one hostage go. I did what you asked. Got the news. I called your family. Mm-hmm. Like, let a hostage go. You're like, nah, son. Yeah. <laughs> nah. It's like, I'll let them both go when I get my money. Yeah, you think I was born yesterday? Yeah, I need my money. So he has to speak with one of them. Mm-hmm. Bernard does. He lets him speak with. I forget which one. I forget which one, too. It wasn't important. But Bernard offers to get him cigarettes because he asked you anything. He's like, I want some smokes. He's like, Newport, whatever, right? So he's like, all right, I got that for you. I'll get you cigarettes. Bernard, like, he's basically trying to build this relationship, get him out safe. Estelle's like, look, we'll just give you the money. Yeah. We'll give you the Bernard check right now. You go home. And he's and he's like, no, it's not the point. It's not about the money. It's about people learn how the VA treat people. And Estelle, like, just breaks down. Like, dude, I don't want you to die. I, you know, I'm here what you're going through. This is fucking horrible. And I, you, should, don't, you shouldn't have to die. Yeah, I don't want you to die. If I can stop you from dying, I could tell my son I did everything I could so you didn't die. That that's better, right? Right. Brian's like, you know what? Okay, okay, I'll take the money. Yeah, and you guys can go. The cops at this point then sort of hack back into the camera feed. So even though they're unplugged, yeah, somehow they get the cameras back online mm-hmm. and can see into the bank now. Yeah, which is weird. I don't know how that w- would work. But they must have some sort of secondary cable run to the cameras yeah. or something. They see her logging in the bank to move the money. And the FBI thinks, oh, if Brian, if Brian finds out 
it's not the VA and it's her, he's going to fucking lose it and blow them up, which is not the case. It's not the case. Not yeah. the case. Bernard calls and basically calls Brian. He goes, hey, you're on CNN right now. People are listening. Everybody's listening. Everybody's hearing yeah. about your situation and how fucked up the, the mm. VA is. And he throws out a, a military term. He calls the, the VA FUBAR. Yeah. Which is a fucked up beyond all recognition is, <laughs> is what that is short mm. for. That's a military thing. Yeah. Brian Bates says, all right, one, one of the women can go. Um, and then we get a cut to Lisa, the newscaster lady, talking to the woman from the VA that was helping Brian out with his case. And she goes, yeah, we're, it was, the whole thing's fucked up. They should have took his money. But there's nothing we could do about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just gone. Yeah. He was right. He's like, yeah, they just took his money. They took his money. He was never in this school. Yeah. It was some sort of error. And they took his money. Yeah. To pay for fees that weren't his. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so he was robbed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking got robbed. Mm-hmm. Right. But we can't do anything because it's automatic. Brian thinks the cigarette thing is going to be an opportunity to snipe him. So he wants, he's basically, they devise a plan to walk up. He's like, hey, listen, they basically pick which one's going to stay. He's like, when do you can go? Which, which one do you want to stay in? They don't want to decide, so they make Brian decide. And Brian goes, well, Estelle, you as the, as the bank manager, I think you probably have more more clout. I shall, if you don't mind, I'd rather have you stay here. Yeah. We can let Rosa go. Y'all use Rosa, walk up behind her. I want still want you to open the door, grab the cigarettes, yep. and then we'll swap out and the rose can go and we'll come back to have the cigarettes. That'll, that'll be our plan. Yeah. Right. So before that kind of happens, he goes, It's like, you're making hot. I'm hot. And he goes in the bathroom. He sits down and he calls his daughter. Estelle at this time is like, We should make a break for it. Yeah. We should fucking leave. We should go. Run, and, bitch. And run. I would, I, I would run. You run. I would run. Yeah. He but, went into the bathroom by himself. It's go time. Yeah. It's time to it's get time out. It's time to go. Now you hold hands and you run. I would be like, I still go down the door, unlock the doors. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. So, so was you, if you were still, I, I, I was Rosa. Okay. So you're behind the counter. Yeah. I'm and I'm like, by the doors. I'm behind the counter. Okay. I would go, Rob, you're right. We should definitely run. Go unlock the doors. And I would watch you unlock the doors. Make to make sure. And then as soon as I unlock them, yeah. And I push it open. I'm like, okay, it's unlocked. We're good. We're good. Then I'd run. Then you run. But I would make, but I would set you like, look, if you open the door and he comes out, at least Rob's gone, not me. Okay. So I would have you go get the doors first. Okay. To just just in case he comes out, yeah. you know, he's not going to shoot both of us. Well, he didn't have a gun. I'll be like, he's not with it. Because she does say that too. He'll get shot. He doesn't have a gun. Yeah. But I don't, either way. Yeah. If, you know, you would open the doors, he comes out. I'm like, I wasn't with him. Mm. I said, don't do it, sir. <laughs> you know, that's what I would do. We need to both die. Yeah, sure. I'm just kidding, Rob. I would tackle him for you. Okay. Rob, go without me. No, you wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do no, that. No, you wouldn't do that. Fucking run for that door. You? you run for that door. <laughs> run for that door. And so they go. Open to- the door, Robert! <laughs> <laughs> just fucking bust through it. Yeah, yeah. So they go to do just that. Yeah. Yeah. Estelle goes and unlocks the door. But Rosa. Rosa. She's so afraid. Frozen. She pees herself. Oh, man. You got to be scared as fuck. You got to be scared as fuck. Which I don't, I didn't understand because he's gone yeah. he's not there and he's so nice to him. and he's so nice but in a situation where somebody thinks somebody has a bomb yeah. you know what i mean like that and you could tell she wanted to go i'd rather be blown up than like shot or knifed though i don't know i think nothing neither sorry none yeah, yes i'm yes <laughs> yes obviously none of those things are great but like at least if you get blowed up it's just like yeah lights out unless it's far away you just get like shrapnel on your face and oh, your legs okay. off and shit yeah. yeah 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 but the bomb was right by her right he did i don't remember if he picked up the backpack and went yeah i mean i don't know either way but yeah she can't she's frozen yeah you tell she wants to go she just can't move yeah estelle stays with her so estelle doesn't go rob would have left i would not have left rob would have left we already we already established that i would have left some people you would have left i would not have left you you would have left i would not have left you co-worker random co-worker just piss yourself like a bitch i'm out of here bye tony yeah no no i wouldn't leave you tony he died crying like a bitch like a 
bitch. So he's in the in the bathroom, Brian is, and he's, he calls his daughter, you know, and he's talking to her, and they do the whole golem thing again. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he asks, he's like, hey, well, you know, will you, you pray with me? And she clearly, you know, puts the phone out, closes her eyes, and he reads an excerpt from the Bible. After talking to his daughter, he kind of decides, you know what, I'm going to let, let them both go. Yeah, I'm done with this whole thing. It's just, we just, it, everybody just needs to go home. Yeah. Yeah. So he just tells them, like, hey, I'm going to let both of you go. And they're like, all right, cool. It's great, you know? And then gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> Slow motion, things fall, you know. Stell screams, Rosa screams. We don't see Brian anymore. No, there's blood splatter mm-hmm. here and there. The SWAT comes in, mm-hmm. carries the ladies out. Uh, we get like a little, some fucking bomb mm-hmm. tech thing going in there and picking up the backpack and driving out. And it's got like bloody treads as yeah. it drives off. And everybody's like, who shot? Who's, you know, yeah. who, who did that? Like nobody, we, we didn't say to take the shot. Nobody, it wasn't authorized. No. Like, what happened? Makes you think Riddick did something. Yeah, man, yeah, because it's the whole movie. And we had one of the snipers was even. They kept showing the sniper guy, and yeah. he was watching the newscast. They kept showing us Marine, mm-hmm. and they showed us Marine. He kind of put the phone down mm-hmm. and like kind of like tilted it so he couldn't see it anymore. Like, I oh, fuck, I'm about to kill a fucking Marine. Yeah, a fucking Marine with honor, honorable discharge. Mm-hmm. All because this fucking Riddick motherfucker wants to, you know, or the chief guy wants to, you know. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Like Brian said, his black ass won't leave the lab. Yeah. No. You know, the FBI calls gets a call. An agent yeah. at the uh, the where the wife and daughter are and the agent answers the phone and he kinda of walks off. He goes, What's happening? What's happening? And he's like wrapping up or leaving. And they're like, well, you get you get a call later. And she's like, What the fuck? What happened? What's going on? Like Did he die? Did did yeah. you kill him? Did they kill him? Yeah. And, and they yeah. won't answer They won't answer your question. You gotta call local PD, ma'am. That's it. It's fucking and, and, fucking insane. Oh, bro. Fucking insane. Yeah. I, and she's like wrestling with them, yeah. yelling, like hysteria. Uh, of course you would. Mm. I just want to know. I just mm-hmm. want to know. And they won't tell her. It's horrible. Bernard walks in over. He stands over Brian's body. Well, another one of the cops there was with Bernard the whole time walks up and goes, hey, man, there was no bomb. And we all knew there was no we bomb. We all knew there was no yeah. bomb. Yeah. Um, you're like, God dang it. So Bernard has a cigarette he got for him. He finds a, uh, Brian's cross on the ground. He takes that and he takes the cross and he wraps it on cigarettes and he puts it on like a, this mantle in his house. Yeah. You know, it's like a little trophy. You know, this this lost guy. His daughter calls Samwise the Brave is the name. They have their he they're playing the conversation. Yeah. And so it turns out that they were trying to come up with names for a dog that he was gonna buy her yeah. after this was all over. He was gonna buy her puppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she it's not Gollum, it's not Gimli, it's whatever. So Samwise the Brave is is the, dog's, is the name? dog's name is what she wants. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, a little little ode to him. Mm-hmm. You know. Because Samwise is a nice, you know, comp. You know, comp character. He was the one that got the ring. He was the one that got everybody. He was the glue. Yeah, he of was the, of the group. Yeah. And he was the one that got the ring to you know to the mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, one that got Frodo to fucking drop it. All that bullshit. Yep. So. so yeah, that's. I mean, that's basically the movie at that point. Mm-hmm. And they kind of show a photo of Brian. Yeah, and it's like I think his daughter. And they go, you know, the VA is still not sent the family the check. Yeah, and you're like, oh my. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They play the actual recording uh-huh. from the 911 phone call of him calling the actual operator. Yeah. And that's that's the movie. That's it. Yeah, it's fucked up. If that all that is true and they really they really took his money. Uh-huh. He looked it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything is true. He from the from him answering the call about somebody's 401k problems and being very nice and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like they represented him very well in the movie. All that shit happened. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucked up, bro. Yeah. It's fucked up. Not saying he should go in the bank and do that kind of shit, but damn. Yeah. It shouldn't have gotten there. Yeah, it shouldn't have gotten there. It shouldn't have gotten there. We didn't like, I don't know, one people that work in situations got so cold. Well, I think part of the problem is is the, the VA, they hear sob stories all day long, right? And so if you're hearing, 
I need this check to live. I need this check to live eight hours a day, you know, 52 mm-hmm. weeks a year. Like, I'm sure at some point you just stop caring. And I think that's where this lady was that was mm-hmm. help, like trying to help him. Is she's just like, I, I can't do anything. I'm not yeah. empowered to do anything to help you. Like, here's a pamphlet. You have to go wait in the line next, mm-hmm. you know? And it sucks that that's the way it is. Yeah. But yeah. Horrible situation. They, the, the sniper was never given authorized to shoot as far as anybody can tell. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had a jury hearing, court hearing afterwards, and he was convicted of no wrongdoing because at that point, the guy had a bomb. Yeah. And he had a shot. So he just decided to take it, basically. God. Yeah. Well, yeah, feel good movie. Real feel good <laughs> right? movie. Not the, not, the, not the funniest of our podcasts. But no, 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 yeah. no. Um, That's like two in a row we've had of like very serious. Yeah, it's fine. It has to happen sometimes. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's worth watching. Yes, Rob's drinking. I'll say yes. I think it's worth watching. I will say yes, it's worth watching to kind of deal with the the message of of the movie. Yeah, you know. I'd agree. Like, as far as like from a movie standpoint, eh, it's just there. Yes, right. But to get to get the message of the movie, I think it's like one of those ones that's kind of like, all right, you should probably watch. You should this. probably watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, just to kind of put yourself in somebody else's shoes for mm-hmm. a little bit and see a part of the system that you might not be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 Score. I gave Breaking a six point two out of ten. Wow, right on line with IMDb score. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gave it a five point seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The reasons Close. I said, like, it was for a movie, it was kind of like, eh. Yeah, it was just, yeah. it. I, and again, it was one of those movies that's like in one location the whole time, mm-hmm. and I'm fucking tired of seeing that shit. I was hoping there was going to be more play on his mental state, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I was thinking, is he was, there was going to be more of like, where he was hallucinating certain things, or like, memories were going to kind of in- intermingle, which happened like once in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like that scene where the, the news helicopter flies over and that triggers his memory to go yeah. back to war and you know but, but i think that's if, if, if this, you know, this is true like maybe like you said he wasn't really that cr- crazy crazy yeah 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 you know what i mean like yeah he was just a couple trouble screws, yeah. screws right like yeah. but nothing like you know he's not you know flipping out he's not shitting himself he's not you know like yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. know doing all you know he's, he's still being polite to people you right. know still being kind you know yeah and the fact that today they still haven't got the money yeah it's insane the college should be sued into the ground by the family of this guy yeah, because of their error, they stole his money, mm-hmm. and then because of that, there. I mean, I think a good lawyer could charge him with accessory to the whole thing. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. who's in charge of college? Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I hope because of this movie, some more light gets drawn to this yeah. situation, and then obviously the family doesn't need a check for eight hundred bucks, but like. No, again, the whole, the whole, the whole thing he did off the principle of right. it, like even him, like he's like, it's not about the money anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about that I'm not the only fucking soldiers is happening to. Right, exactly. And this is fucked up. It's fucked up. And I, I want the world to see this is happening to soldiers. Right, and know? that's why I think that you should watch this movie. Yeah, is so that way you can you can get his message into yeah. your life, mm-hmm. and that's what he wanted. So what did IMDb? You said it's six point two. Oh, it, oh, okay. Yeah. I was right on. Okay, yeah. I think that's the first time I've ever matched. <laughs> IMDb. An IMDb score. Rotten Tomatoes uh, critics give it an 82. Okay. The fans 84. So pretty, pretty, pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a bad movie. It was just no. there. It was just there. It's not one like you like you know, you're gonna watch multiple times. No. Right. You're gonna watch it. You get the message, and you're gonna have to have the feels, and you're gonna step away from that movie. You know, mm-hmm. no one, you know, no one different. So yeah. yeah How yeah. did you think uh, Boyega did in the movie? I think he did good. Yeah. I think he did really good. Um, I think it was a great thing for him to do post Star Wars, trying to do something different. 
Yeah, and he definitely broke that weird, quirky character. Uh-huh. You know, not stigma he may have had, but like this, that getting typecasted side as the side character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he showed he has some acting chops and mm-hmm. be a different character. He can play anything. Yeah, You're right. Honestly, right. So uh-huh. I thought that was smart on his part to take this role and do it well. You yeah, know what I mean? and he even sort of looks like the dude Brian. He even he even mm-hmm. sort of like. Yeah, they, I found a picture almost of this exact angle of him in the gray sweater. They have like a security camera photo of him mm-hmm. at the bank, like right as he gives the lady the note, essentially. Oh, so I'll okay, um, saying like, yeah, know, I, have I have a bomb. bomb. Yeah. I'm just, it's so sad. It is sad, man. So sad. It's so sad. Man. If I'm assuming the movie made some money. Hopefully the family gets something, something from the movie. Yeah. Hopefully they get something. Hopefully they can take some legal action against whatever school that was that ripped them off, mm. you know, that caused this guy to die. You know, that's fucked up. Well, because of an accounting error. Mm-hmm. Before I get too, too sad over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if, yeah, I would say, like Rob said, I would definitely just uh, watch this movie. Just a just movie you should watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the podcast. That's it. Uh, yeah. Please like and subscribe. Keep checking us out. Keep tuning in. We do apologize for missing some days, yeah. some weeks. Uh, COVID's a bitch. COVID is a it's, bitch. It's, it's been fucking this podcast up a lot. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that. But yeah. uh, well, you guys know. Yeah, you, you're out here in the yeah. world. You know how. But you know, how it you is. know, there's a way we could do a remote. We don't think we have the same energy. No, I wouldn't. It wouldn't. Let's it, be honest. It wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't at all. No, we would just keep cutting each other off. We would, and it would be a lot of. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you have to keep editing that shit out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 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 love, 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 love you, Rob. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, I'm done. Okay, that was a lot of buttons. I'm done. There we go. <laughs> All right, love you, Rob. Love you too, Tony. I forget this movie. I know. I was like, how how is this gonna go? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe I'm... what we have to do to get the podcast to be, to be shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't remember every detail. The tip of the tongue, the tip of the tits. The tip of the tongue to the tip of the tits. Mm-hmm. Stop laughing at me, Swan. Did we talk about that? I never thought Billy Madison was funny. I think we've had that conversation yeah. before. Like I just Is it just that movie or is it all sat Sandler no, movies yeah, of that no, era? No, 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 no. I think Sandler like Gilmore's fucking amazing. Okay, yeah. Um but people when I was like in high school, people always talked about uh oh, Billy Madison, this Billy Madison, that and I watched it. I was like, it ain't funny. As far as his movies of that time, that yeah. one's probably my least favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't get it either. There are funny parts in it. There are. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as far as like, you know. Just him acting really, really dumb the whole time. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Like a must see, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. I feel like it happened to be like Kung Pao. Okay. I watched that and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then I watched it again and I was like, I don't want to tell anybody. I thought this was funny. <laughs> tell, tell no one about this movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It is a funny movie though. Yeah. Kung Pao. But yeah. When I first saw it, I thought it was like fucking comedic gold. Mm-hmm. You know? This is great. Where, where you're at in your life. Yeah. You right? know, when you see certain. And then I like, I watched it. I was like, this is what the fuck? Uh, anything else you want to say about breaking? No. <laughs> no. No. Not at all. I want to have kind of a little mini rant on a separate topic if, if that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, Tony, I hate you. No. <laughs> Over the last few weeks, I've had several different situations of people just being non-observant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unaware of their surroundings. Okay. Okay. So 
today, or no, it was yesterday. I was going to the grocery store, right? Pulling into the parking lot. And there's this fucking lady with her grocery cart in the parking lot, in the middle of the fucking road, like mm. where you're supposed to drive. Mm. And she's just walking. I, I get it. Sometimes you're in the middle because you're crossing to your side where your car is, or you don't, you can't tell where you're at. That's fine. You're in the middle for a little bit. I, I pulled up behind this lady and I'm just rolling slow. And mm. she's just fucking walking in the middle of the goddamn aisle. And I couldn't fucking handle it, Tony. Do you think she can I, hear you? I'm sure she could. She didn't have headphones in. She wasn't that old. She wasn't deaf or anything like How that. How do you know you know she wasn't deaf, Rob? I don't know. Maybe she was. But even though <laughs> deaf people know not to walk in the middle of the goddamn road, man. Everybody should know. Everybody should yeah. know. This lady was too old not to know. She just didn't fucking care. And, and literally walked like 100 feet. In the middle, in the middle, mm. in the square, in the middle. I could not go on one side or the other of this lady. It was, it was fucking horrible, and it just makes me mad. Mm. So that's situation one. Mm. Situation two. I'm at my daughter's gymnastics class. All right, okay. I'm gonna paint the scene for you. Okay, there's a giant gym out there, and then every all the parents and stuff sit in a room mm. in like the office area, and there are two windows. They're yeah. like five foot windows that are there. There's a wall, so you so the noise isn't there. The air conditioning's in the room, so you're nice and comfortable, mm. right? In front of those two windows, there is one row of bleachers with uh, one row and then another row to sit, not very tall, mm. whatever. And then there are there's like a line of chairs and then tables and chairs and shit. I don't like slit sitting on the bleachers. I sit in the chair. And I can't tell, like once a week at this fucking gymnastics place, there is somebody who will stand at the fucking window. Now, bitch, I'm trying to sit here and watch my mm -hmm. children. And you're still like this window is just for you. This window is not just for you. How can you be so non-observant to think I'm just going to stand here and fucking block everybody else's view and watch my children? Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. Okay. I had somebody, bro. I'm sitting here in the row of chairs. Okay. Now it's probably, we'll say 15 feet mm. of chairs. And same thing with the bleachers. Right. I'm sitting down watching my daughter. I kid you not when I say that this person came up and sat down on the bleachers right in goddamn front of me, Tony. There was nobody else in any of the chairs. There was nobody else on any of the bleachers. They could have sat anywhere, but they elected to sit right in front of fucking me. So now I can't fucking see. Now I got to get up and I got to go sit over there. But I didn't. I was just waiting for this person to turn around so I can make eye contact with them. Just be observant. You're not the only person in the world. Be a little courteous to other people, please. Rob's becoming Larry David. Oh, my so, God. So. Bro, I've been watching Curb. Curb oh, this. Oh, What's happening? You turn I David. identify with Larry David so much. I, I think we all do at some oh, point. Oh, my you know. God. I love that we just, show we just, so we just keep, We just stay quiet. Yeah. You know, we don't say yes. anything. Yes. I don't have the balls. We internalize it. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I totally get it. Ah, man. I'm, I, have, I hate that stuff, too. Like, I was at the OSU game, right? Okay. And I think the band was playing or something like that, right? It's halftime. And like one lady starts standing up, right? Uh. She stands up. And I'm like, just sit the fuck down. Yeah. We can all see. Yeah. Just yeah. sit. So she stands up, right? Then because she stands up, so no one has to stand up now because they can't see. Then everybody, everybody's standing up. Now nobody can see shit now, right? Right, yeah. Now we can all see through some necks and tables and they already know, know people's heads and you got to do all this weird shit now. When, bitch, just sit the fuck down. Just sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down. Yeah. You don't have to stand up. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a stadium for a reason. You can see the, see the game the whole fucking time sitting down. Yep. Sit the fuck down. Shit annoys the hell to me. One person stands up as a ruin for everybody, right? You know, like it's, it's, it's right because like one person's like I'm, you know, yeah, 
This Allah, Allah, Allah fucking. I need know, to see better. You know, I don't, gonna stand, I don't, I don't care. You yeah. know, let it fucking stand up. Uh-huh. Like, I'm at the point where like I consider people so much like on planes. I feel bad leaning my chair back. I do too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I know how annoyed I get. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to eat or watch something and then all of a sudden I have this much space now. Yeah. You know what I mean. Not saying you should be comfortable on a plane, yada, yada, yada. But I typically don't lean my chair back. I'm too courteous to people, I think. I think that's what it is. No, I'm too courteous. It's not. We need more people like us. Okay. We, we need do. more courteous we people. We need more courteous people that yeah. care about other people's feelings and things like that. And Yeah. You know. I'm that way almost to this. a fault where like I will, it's a detriment to me in my life for Dude, how, be, how courteous I am to strangers, some, to fucking strangers. Yeah. Somehow people turn like, maybe this whole fucking snowflake term. Yes, people bring it. It up. feels like weakness. It's not weakness. Yeah, at all. That's it, the that's the whole point. Like being courteous and being kind doesn't make you a snowflake. If you recognize people doing something wrong or being fucking, you know, selfish, offensive, like oh, don't be a snowflake. No, fuck off. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't try to make people being courteous and you know uh, empathetic a fucking bad thing. Where you're gonna fucking nickname with snowflakes and bullshit like that. Like fuck off with that bullshit. Like yeah. you can still be have a you know have a backbone and have pride and shit, but still be courteous. The Rock is a fucking polite dude. Yeah, right. True. Like, but he we but we all know don't fuck with the Rock. Don't fuck. You're right. You know <laughs> you're not gonna call the Rock. The Rock will hold a little girl's hand. And, you know, walk away across right. the street. You know, and we'll stand up for people. You know, and. You know, have empathy, but no one's calling his ass a snowflake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. True, true, true. I just wish I had the the, the backbone to like. I say uh, stuff. Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, could you scoot the fuck over a little bit? Maybe not the fuck. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. Could you scoot over a little bit? I'm trying to see. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see. Yeah. There's, there's room, you know, for all of us. Sean, one of my uh, old, old employees, when he first, like his first day at work, we looked like BB Bop. It just opened up the one on East Broad. Mm. And we're in line. And he always talks about this day. We're like, somebody like cut like in front of the line. Oh, yeah. Everybody else, no one said a word, right? And I'm thinking, why? Why let this person be this person? Yeah. Like, all it takes is one checking, and they'll stop doing this shit. But because no one says anything, he just keeps going through life. Fuck, I'll just keep being a dick because no Bruh, one says shit. If I, if I am elected president um, in 2044, um, <laughs> if you cut a line, jail. Jail time. You get thrown in jail yeah. for cutting a line. I said something. I was like, yo, 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 homie. You ain't see us all standing here? He's like, oh, oh, oh I, I'm sorry. I, I, really, I really didn't see. Where's the person in the line at? Big ass, long fucking line, bros. Opening yeah. day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, I said something. And people were like, oh, thanks for saying Next time y'all say something. Yeah. Just say some shit. You're all together. Yeah. That's the, it's the mob mentality, right? Like, it, mm-hmm. that happens. Like, I get, like, you're alone and like that. But, like, if someone's doing something wrong, you're in a group, you can speak up. The group, the group will get you back. Sure. You know? True, true. They'll get you back. Yeah. 